Last week at our Bible stories at home, we talked about a story where there was this young man who came up to Jesus and he had a question for Jesus. Now, he was asking Jesus his question because he wanted to try to test Jesus. He wanted to try to trap Jesus. He figured that he could prove that he knew more than Jesus, or he figured he could get Jesus to say something wrong. That was kind of stupid. A lot of people tried to do that to Jesus, but of course that never works. Anyway, the question this guy asked Jesus was, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And that was a stupid question. It was a stupid question because there's nothing that we can do to earn eternal life. And to inherit something isn't anything you do anything for. You inherit something because you are the child of your parents. Yes, Anastasia. Uh, uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work unless someone like, just dressed up like Jesus and um... Jesus would know. Okay? You can't fool Jesus. All right? They keep trying to but fool Jesus. Was, but, but then what if, like, some, then what if someone thought he was real Jesus and Well, then they wouldn't be fooling Jesus. They'd be fooling somebody who was dressed up like Jesus. Which would mean that they got fooled by the fake Jesus. Huh? Well, what if they don't know the answer and he's like, oh, see you later? What's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? That's right. This guy's question for Jesus was, was really dumb. And Jesus knew how to deal with it. He asked the guy, all right, well, you know, what did you learn in the law? What are the commandments? And the man said, well, you know, love God. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And you should love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said, yep, go do it. And the man felt a little silly because those are really easy answers. They're the ones that all the children learn. Those are the Ten Commandments divided up into two parts. The first three commandments we call the first table of the law. They're about loving God. The last commandments, four through ten, we call them the second table of law. They're about loving our neighbor. So the man then asked a question to try to justify himself. We talked about this last week, and it's on one of the podcasts. And he said, well, who is my neighbor? How many people do I really have to be nice to? And that's when Jesus told the parable of the Good Samaritan and showed the man that everyone is his neighbor. And that to love somebody means to do everything that is needed for them. Now, a little while after that story, another young man came to Jesus and asked him the exact same question. But this guy wasn't trying to trick Jesus. He was, he was genuine, meaning he really wanted to know. This guy had been taught the same thing his entire life that the other guy had about the commandments. And that by keeping the commandments, you could earn your way to heaven. Now, can you guys tell me any of the commandments? What's one of the commandments, Anastasia? Loving God. Well, hold on. You yep. shall not murder. You shall not murder. So Samara, love God is, is, a, is a way to summarize the you first three. You shall have no other gods. That's the first commandment. You shall not murder. That's the fifth commandment. Good. Any others? Um, what do you think, Josie? Can you think of another one? A, um, it's like the one where you go, you shall love your mother and your father. Ah, you shall honor your father yeah. and your mother, right? Yes, that's the fourth commandment. Clay, yeah? You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is a summary of commandments four through ten. So, like... 
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, including honor your father and your mother and don't murder, those are ways that you are supposed to love your neighbor. Yes. That's you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. That's number two. And you shall not steal. That's number seven. Yep. Somebody, you have another one? Number nine and number ten, you shall not covet. Okay. All right, so there's... what? You shall not covet. That's when you, like, uh, want something that isn't yours. When you want something that somebody else has. Or when you're discontent with what you have. Like, let's say that your mom gave you and your brother or your sister a cookie. And when she gave you your cookie, you were really happy. But then when she gave your brother or your sister their cookie, you were mad because their cookie was bigger. That's called... Coveting, and it's sinful. Jealousy. jealousy is one form of coveting. Yep. There are a lot of different forms of coveting. Greed, jealousy, envy. There's other ones too. All right. Yes, Rowan. I wasn't doing it. Okay. Okay. So anyway, when this guy asked Jesus this question, Jesus, he asked him, what do I have to do? Right? What, what, what do I have to do in order to earn eternal life? Because he, he felt like there was something missing. So Jesus said to him, well, what are the commandments? And he listed them off. He listed off four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And the man said, all of these commandments I have kept since I was a child. I've always kept all of them. And he, he really thought that was true. Do you guys think you've kept all the commandments? No. No. How would this guy think, honestly think, that he had kept all the commandments? Okay, so we, had, we held that rope out there and we raised it to see how high you could jump. And when it got too high for you, there's nothing you can do, right? So if you really, if you really wanted to get over that rope, you'd have to lower it, right? Some people do this with the law. The law is the commandments that God gave. God says, this is what you have to do. And it's like a bar set way up here that no one could ever jump over. And so people look at that and they say, oh, they got to lower it somehow. I got to change it so that I can do it. And one of the ways that people do this, actually, before I tell you one of the ways that in our story, I'm going to tell you a different way that's funny. I want you to imagine, I want you to imagine that you guys were all, we were all outside and there was an angry bear and it was chasing us. How? Can any of you guys outrun a bear? No. 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 You guys know how fast a bear can run? Uh, uh, something like 30 miles an hour, something like that. Okay. So that, that bear, that bear can run faster than any human being. There is no human being that can outrun a bear. Nope. He can't run 30 miles an hour. No, no human being can run as fast as a bear. Now, wait, here's my question though. In order to escape getting eaten by the bear, do you have to outrun the bear? No. No. Or do you just have to outrun the other people so that the bear eats them instead? Oh. No. That's no. an old joke. It says, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. So if we go outside and the bear's chasing us and we all just run away, the bear's just going to probably get like, I don't know, you guys or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're Except I'd try to pick you up and carry you and then I'd be slow and then it'd probably get us all. Yeah, Clay. I think 
Well, that might work too. But in this scenario, we're just imagining that you either that you have to just run away. Okay. Well, you're not. <laughs> but if you were, yeah, you, can. you can wish you were something else all you want, but that won't change it. Yeah. But you know what? Bears can climb trees. <gasps> At least most of them can. Maybe not all, but a lot of bears can. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it depends on the bear. Black bears climb trees, but not all of them. Okay, here's, here's my point. Some people, this is one way that some people try to lower the bar, to, to ignore God's law or to pretend that they've actually been good enough when they haven't. And this is the way they do it. Instead of looking at that bar and how high it is, they look at each other. So when, I, when we were holding that bar up out there, could any of you jump over it when it was this high? No. no. So what if Clay, what if I told Clay, Clay, if you can't jump over this bar when it's set this high, um, you're going to die. And Clay said, well, I just can't jump over that bar. And they looked at you guys and said, well, I jump higher than any of you guys. So what? You still can't jump over the bar, right? So this is one that, you're right, we're going to get to that. This is one way that people try to get around what the commandments say. Instead of looking at the commandments and the law and seeing that they can't be good enough, they look at other people and they say, well, at least I'm better than you. That won't matter. On judgment day, God isn't going to say, were you better than someone else? He'll say, were you perfect according to my commandments? So here's the second way that people try to lower the bar. And this is what this man had been taught. They try to bring it down, like trying to take that rope down lower so that they can hop over it. And they do that by saying, well, you only have to keep the commandments in like the easiest way possible. So for instance, the fifth commandment, you shall not murder. You guys ever murdered anyone? No. You have not. I'm quite sure of it. I've injured you. No. Okay, now Clay brought something up. So none of you have murdered anyone but none of you have kept the fifth commandment. Clay says he's injured people. However, I'm willing to bet that the way you injured people wasn't usually or ever actually bad. I'm guessing you're talking about in baseball when you hit a ball really hard and it hits somebody? Okay, so that's not like you trying to hurt someone, right? However, however, have you ever, have any of you ever been angry at someone? Yeah. Have any of you ever, like, punched or squeezed or pushed your brother or your sister when you were angry? Okay. Jesus says, Jesus says, the Bible says that if you've done that, you've broken the fifth commandment. If you've even been angry in your heart at someone else, it's as bad as if you'd murdered someone. That's where the bar is, to God. On judgment day, he'll look at somebody who murdered 30 people and he'll say you're guilty and then I'll look at you who've been angry and he'll say you're guilty and we and we go through all the commandments like this what about the seventh commandment you guys ever stolen anything like this I just stole Josie's shoe you guys ever you guys ever actually stolen anything for real for real I've stole some stuff okay what'd you steal well like so one time um this was a um, wild one when I was yes. like four, like I stole a piece of candy and ate it. Oh, like, like when you weren't supposed to have it at home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good example. But also, but also, but also, it's not just stealing, it's also wanting to steal. It's also, earlier when I said that you're, you're angry because your brother or sister got a bigger cookie than you, that's stealing too. Okay, so are you seeing how high this bar is? 
There's no way you can keep it. Well, this man didn't realize that and he needed to realize it. So this is what Jesus said to him. In order to try to make this man realize how high the bar was, in order to show him that he had not kept the commandments, Jesus said this to him. All right, here's what you have to do. Go and sell everything that you have and give it to the poor and come follow me and you will have treasures in heaven. And the man went away sad because he was very rich. Why did he go away sad? Because he had to give everything away. No, he didn't give everything away. He wanted to think that he was good enough to get to heaven. And he did want to get to heaven. But Jesus told him to do something that he couldn't do. Why couldn't the man, why wouldn't the man sell everything he had and follow Jesus? Jesus is making a wonderful, gracious invitation. He's saying, ah, you can come with me. I'll bring you to heaven. I'll bring you to eternal life. You'll have treasures in heaven. Where would you rather have treasures? On earth or in heaven? In heaven. Those treasures on earth, they don't last very long. Your life doesn't last very long. And even the best things you can pile up in this world, they don't last very long. You get toys and stuffies and you think they're great, but you outgrow them in a few years. They get broken. Your dog rips them apart. Or in five years, you don't care about them anymore. Or your toys break. Or you get old. You get some other treasures and you use it up and it wastes away and it molds and it breaks down and it stops working. And then eventually you die and you can't use any of them anyway. But treasures in heaven... Treasures in heaven last forever. So why, would, why wouldn't the man come follow Jesus? Why wouldn't the man sell everything he had? He loved it too much. He loved his treasures too much. That's greed. That's an idol. He loved those things more than God. And before he came and talked to Jesus, this man loved two things. One, he loved his riches. And two, he, his riches, all his stuff, all his money. And two, he loved his own righteousness. What I mean by that is he thought that he had been good enough to go to heaven. He thought that he had it made. He's got everything he wants on earth, and he thinks that he's going to go to heaven. After he talks to Jesus, he goes away sad because Jesus just ruined those two things that he loves. The man still has his riches, but they make him sad now because they're a reminder that he loves them more than God. And that's a reminder that he's not righteous, that he hasn't kept the commandments. Why would Jesus do this? Jesus wanted this man to go away sad. Why? Because, because he wanted him, um, he wanted to teach him a lesson. What lesson? What did he want this man to realize? Yes, Clay? He He wanted the man to realize. The man came to Jesus thinking that he had kept all the commandments, right? Jesus wanted him to realize that he had not and never could. Why? Because he walked away sad. Why did Jesus want the man because to realize that he could never keep the commandments, yeah? Maybe what is What does Jesus do for us? Save our sins. Save us from our sins, right? Let's imagine that let's imagine that there was a person lost in the ocean. They're at sea. They're, they're desperately swimming, trying to, trying to stay afloat. They're trying to stay alive. And somebody comes down with a helicopter to rescue them. They, they throw out 
a, a you know those like round inner tubes you know to, to try to bring them up they throw it out to him and the man says no that's okay i don't need help They would say, are you crazy? He says, that's okay. I can swim to shore. He's hundreds of miles from shore. Okay? There's no way he can swim to shore. If that guy will not, will not admit that he needs help, what will happen to him? He dies. He'll just drown. Yeah. Right? Jesus wants this man, he, this is what he wants for all of us. He wants to save us. He uses the law. When he preached the commandments like that, when he told the man that he needed to go and sell everything he had, Jesus did that because he knew that that man loved his riches so much and he wanted to show him that he, that he, that he wasn't good enough, that he needed to be saved. He did that so that Jesus could save him.